Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor. I'm the sports director here at Bay Hackle Sports. As always, thanks for taking some time to join us and hear a little more about high school sports, whether it's from players, coaches, athletic directors, or announcers, like my man here today, Kendall Lewis. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Thanks for having great. me. Oh, you're welcome. Now, may you, those who may or may not know Kendall, he works with Bay Hackle Sports. He does a lot of our uh, games that we stream, especially on the volleyball side, correct? Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. So we'll talk about it in a second. Let's just talk a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit about growing up. Did you play sports? Yeah. Uh, kind of what got you to the point you're at now? What's the journey been like? Absolutely. I uh, grew up in Asheboro, North Carolina. Uh, currently still live there now. I uh, grew up playing a little bit of everything. Was a big basketball, baseball type guy. Um, baseball was my spring sport up until right about my junior year, sophomore, junior year, I decided I was naturally golf, believe it or not. There we go. Uh, we would play. I, I, I would spend a lot of time on a baseball field uh, and then decided when I got a little bit older, I just loved golf. And I said, I'm going to try to make a go with this in the spring. And actually, that ended up turning into my spring sport. Um, played for two state championships my junior and senior okay. year. And that went on to play uh, Division three at Avert University. Um, played college golf and, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said football, basketball, baseball weren't probably my top three sports I love to call. Right. Um, but golf's definitely what got me to college. So, um, yeah, kudos to Division three. Went to a small <laughs> school, Virginia, Randolph-Macon yeah. College. There you go. So, know all um, about them. Yep, yeah. Played football there and, um, hey, we played college sports, right? That's right. That's and exactly that, right. And that's a good thing. Yeah. So, um, talk to me a little bit about the journey of broadcasting it's not the easiest thing in the world and no. a lot of people think it's just something you can snap your fingers and, and be good at and stuff what's your journey been like with broadcasting how did you kind of you do you remember the first time you did something and yeah. what's that journey been like you know it's been interesting it's funny you asked that uh my play-by-play -play journey started right here in charlotte north carolina um i was going to carolina school of broadcasting for a year after Averett university uh literally started on a sony voice recorder on a two bed in a two-bedroom apartment mm -hmm. Uh, I used to mute the sound. I figured I wanted to get into play-by-play. -play. I would mute the TV right. and call games. Wow. This is before I went to Avert University. The communications department was mainly journalism. Right. Didn't get a lot of on-air opportunities. So looked around, found CSB. At the time, they had where you could go for like a year and a half and get it finished. Right. So me and a buddy of mine from high school, we ended up moving to Charlotte. Uh, he went to the production side. I went to the broadcasting side, and that's kind of where it all started. I've still got those tapes. I cringe every time I listen to them <laughs> now. Um, but it really was kind of my first time of ever. I had no idea of how to even call a game. I mean, I'm literally just listening to Jim Nance and guys that I grew up, you know, really envying and ended up just calling games. And, you know, through the way I found mentors, and here I am now. So, <laughs> So do you do a lot of then just – Freelancing? Is I that do. Kind of your I'm a freelance play-by-play -play broadcaster. Uh, obviously, I work with Bayhackle on our Bayhackle Sports Game of the Week a lot. I uh, do a lot of ESPN stuff, uh, ACC Network. I was in Charlottesville, Virginia. I had a game there a couple of weeks ago. Um, I do some other television networks. Basically, I try to book my calendar. Uh, at this point, I'm calling nine different sports. Wow. So from August to May, I'm usually somewhere every weekend. The voice is perfect, dude. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> the voice, that. The, the voice is stellar. <laughs> loving the voice. So let's talk a little bit about um, 
Bay Hackle Sports, um, and we talked a little bit before the podcast got going. For me, I'm just kind of so proud of what we're doing. Absolutely. In terms of, yeah. you know, we we know, you know, there's the pros and we know there's college, and we live in a town that's filled Absolutely. with it all. Yeah. Um, but to do what we're doing with high school sports, for me, the reason I love it so much is if you think about, like, the little league up to middle school and high school, it's where sports is yeah. still pure. Exactly right. So yeah. just uh, – how cool is it to be a part of, of high school sports and being able to bring that that to people? Oh, it's an absolute blast. I, I still have a soft spot. You know, my mom, she was a longtime high school girls basketball coach uh, as well. We, I come from a big basketball family. My grandfather played college basketball. My mom played at Elon. Uh, my dad, he was a big baseball guy. But, uh, you know, high school sports is where it's at. I've, I've talked about this with James Shipley uh, right. as well. And I know you've Who's had him. Podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. I know you had him on a couple of weeks ago. And you know, he made a great point um, when I was talking with him a few weeks ago about this, that, you know, high school is that one landscape where you get some of the most loyal fans. You know, if you look around, right. you look at that team that's 0-11, You've still got a parent. Somebody is still there right. invested in that team. They went to high school there. When I have a weekend off, I'm back at Ashboro High School watching my old high school play football, basketball, whatever. Right. And, and I love every minute of it. And I think this has been cool with the Charlotte landscape growing up in North Carolina. I know just how good when it comes to football, basketball, and really every sport around right. here is. Right. But being able to witness it, because it never fails, you usually get a team that makes the regional finals of the state championship out of the Charlotte metro area. Right. So we talk a little bit, and we'll go to something else in here in just a minute. Well, I'll back up. Let me do this. So you mentioned you call nine, nine, different, nine different sports. sports. Yeah. How do you do it all? And is there one that's, I mean, one's the easiest to call, one's the hardest to call? How do you keep up with all the names and all the information and stuff? You know, they're all a little bit different. Um, I've worked really hard in the years that I've been in this on trying to develop a style, but I think every sport is a little bit different. Right. Uh, for me, I was blessed when I finished at CSB here, um, you know, I was calling games with the sound muted. Um, I did an internship with Matt Suarez at the Charlotte Knights. Mm -hmm. uh, minor League Baseball, I got to sit in the booth with him while I was at CSB. And then after that, Gary Hahn at NC State, who's the radio right. voice of the Wolfpack, is right. one of my big mentors. Um, and so I think just being in a Power Five booth on game days and listening, and I got to help Gary build, we build spotting boards, which is basically all my prep into one sheet. If you ask any play-by-play -play guy, we've right. all got different right. types of templates that we use. Um, and I think just seeing those guys and how it's done at the highest levels and then realizing, okay, this is what it takes if you want to make it to the Power Five level. This is how you have to prep. I think a lot of people just think we sit down and put the headset on and, and you know, that's the <laughs> furthest thing from the truth. Right. Um, I was absolutely blessed. Pfeiffer University, which, you know, is just north of Charlotte, right. they're about 35 minutes from Ashboro. That was really my first job out of school. Um, their guy had just left. They had a new athletic director and a new sports information director, Jeremy Zalaka, um, you know, one of the biggest influences in my life and my career to this day, took a shot on me as a young kid. And, you know, I think when we got there, I had all this drive and I'd seen it from Gary at NC State. And I'm like, okay, here's a, at the time they were division two, they're now division three, but here's a small division two school and I want to build their sports network up. Sure. And so over time, when I first got there, we were broadcasting three sports. Um, by the end, we were doing nine, and we were even streaming our swim meets online. Um, and, and I could be a little bit biased, but you know, we, we definitely felt like we were doing more than a lot of Division II schools yeah, at the time. Sure. Um, but what it ended up forcing me to do was, okay, you've got to learn the lacrosse. 
You got to learn the swimming. You've got to learn the soccer. You know, these are sports, and like I said, you know, I'm a huge basketball, football guy, but these are sports that I realized, you know, you're in your low mid 20s. You're going to have to know how to call those sports as a play by play guy, as competitive as this industry is. Right. If you want to keep your calendar busy year round as a freelancer. And so that's kind of what I do now. And it's sometimes not a lot of action in those sports per yeah. se, or yeah. you know, or it's yeah. just it's a weird way to. I, yeah. I, to me, calling swimming, I just that would blow my mind. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's totally different. Um, you know, golf's different, right. and yeah, I'm a big sure. golfer. But you know, when you look at baseball, you've got to be a storyteller. Right. You know, you look at basketball and how fast it is. You look at football; it's got its own intricacies in the right. way the they're, broadcast they're, they're goes. There's stories and action, kind of. There's stories and action, and you know, and I think radio and television is different. I started in radio. I thought that was kind of the path I was going to go. Right. Um, you know, a couple years in, I get into all this TV stuff, which is mainly what I do now. Um, in radio, you can be aggressive in painting a picture. In television. I'm captionating for the viewers, and sure. I'm also trying to make my analyst a star. Usually you right. have an ex-player, an ex-coach in that color analyst role, and you've got to play point guard. You've got to quarterback the broadcast and get those guys the ball, per se. Right. In terms of – let's talk about volleyball for a second because yeah. I think with Bay Hackle Sports, that's what you do a lot of. Absolutely. Is, yep. is volleyball. And I, I think about it in terms of a couple of things. Uh, we just did a story on a girl from Cox Mill uh, – Ryan Hunter, maybe, yeah. was her name, going yeah. to Nebraska. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and what Nebraska did yeah. earlier this year, <laughs> 92,000 fans filling up a football stadium. Yeah. My youngest uh, is a freshman at Tennessee, and one of the first things he went to was a women's volleyball game at Tennessee. And he said, Dad, the place was full, and people yeah. were excited. Um, I remember going to a North Iredell game. We got the ball there from them last year or whatever, and the, and the student section, I was, what is it about volleyball? I mean, because we sit there and we think football, baseball, basketball. Sure, those sure, are your, those are your sure. three. Yeah. But what is it about volleyball that that draws people? Yeah. You know, I, I think it's the speed of the game. I think it's action, and it's such an energy sport. Um, you know, and I try to match that in my broadcast. I, I think that people love the excitement of it, um, and I think that a lot of our college coaches and our high school coaches in the Charlotte metro area are doing an excellent job now of really introducing people to the sport, right. but I think bringing excitement around the sport as well. It's just so energy-driven, and it's honestly one of my favorites to call now. In terms of now, um, our podcast come out on Friday, so you're heading where for this upcoming weekend? Appalachian State, tomorrow night and Roll Saturday. Nears. I've Roll got, nears. <laughs> I've got a uh, Sunbelt matchups Friday and Saturday, and that that's on the volleyball front this weekend, so I'm excited about that. Now, is that – uh, radio or broadcast? That'll be a TV, ESPN+. Okay, Plus. okay got it. Yep. Cool, ESPN+. Plus. Awesome. Um, which I love, by the way. Oh, yeah. ESPN+, Plus to me, has just yeah. um, added so much to yeah. all the schools that wouldn't get anything. Absolutely. And all the sports that do. Is that cool? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, think, I think it's awesome. Uh, and I think that, you know, it's it's brought not just the mid-major Division One, but you've got a lot of Division Two schools now that are starting to get some games on ESPN+, Plus and ESPN3, some of which are even self-producing uh, from in-house. So right. I think that's pretty cool as well in terms of um let's go back to volleyball for just a second yeah. um around our area you've had a chance now to kind of i mean the season's almost over correct we're a week Coming, and a half yeah, away we, from we, playoffs and then we get to yeah. the playoffs and stuff um if i can throw you on the spot yeah. just locally and stuff give me a couple teams to kind of 
uh, that, that impress you? Well, you've got one right here. Yeah. North Iredale is very good. Jump, again. Uh, that's right. Made, made the, the jump. jump from three yeah, to four absolutely. Made the jump. South Iredale is another one. We covered them deep in the playoffs last year. We were fortunate to go all the way through the regional final last year. Uh, Sun Valley made the 4A right. state title last year. Uh, they've got a player, Riley Parker, that's only a sophomore, but I believe in probably a two years, she's going to be able to take her pick at where she wants to play. Incredible talent. Um, we did a great game Tuesday night. Audrey Kell, Myers Park. Right, yep. um, those are two teams right now that have battled some injuries, but I think you're going to see them hang around deep in the 4A. Um, you know, we covered Myers Park, won the match in straight sets. Um, but, you know, Audrey Kell, they're – Talent level is really at the top notch when you look across the state. They've got a setter that's out right now that's committed to UCF. If they get her back, you know, really could make some noise when it comes to the state playoffs. And then Myers Park as well. They played without one of their top players, Amelia Collins, Tuesday night. So those are two teams that I think you're, you're definitely going to see hang around the state playoffs. Sun Valley as well. They, they were there a year ago. So How about a couple of players that really – I know we talked about Ryan Hunter. You just mentioned the one. Young yeah. Stuff. yeah. A couple other ones that really kind of – Well, certainly, you know, you got to say Cam uh, – obviously Cam Shelton was out for Ardrey Kill. Um, Riley Parker for Sun Valley. Uh, you mentioned it from Cox Mill. You know, I, I think, you know, for Myers Park, they're balanced. They've got some really good players. Pearson Rogers is a great setter for them that really had to step into a leadership role um, due to some injuries this year uh, is another one. They have just done such a great job. Their head coach, Corey Hill, she's in her third year. She played at Wingate. She has done such a great job. That team, and she'll tell you, you know, from a year ago to now, they're handling adversity with confidence this right. year, which I think is something you got to have, especially when you get in the state playoffs. When you talk about coaches – um, and you've had a chance to talk to coaches, yeah. and I know, I'm going to yeah. be honest, I know nothing about yeah. coaching volleyball. <laughs> How tough is it? I mean, do you have to understand what skill sets each girl brings to the table? Yeah, you absolutely do. You know, and I think used to you would see at the high school level a lot of 6-2. You'd have six hitters around two setters. College level, you'd see more 5-1. But now we're kind of seeing a mix. In fact, Audrey Kell the other night played a modified 5-1 um, you're starting to see, I think, volleyball, the, the evolution of the sport is really changing. And it's, it's incredible to watch at the high school level. But it's just like anything else. You know, you match your personnel with what they do best, and you try to figure it out from there in a system that works for your squad. Is it the type of sport where, you know, people grow up on football or, or basketball yeah. or softball or baseball? Yeah. Um, is it something that's just starting to open its doors to – all kinds of, you know, all kinds of kids. Yeah, it really is. You know, and I think now we're starting to see men's volleyball trickle down say, yeah, this way. Um, in fact, when I was at Pfeiffer, this goes back to my Pfeiffer days, um, we were a Division II school at the time that I was working there, but we actually had a men's volleyball team that played a Division I schedule, um, which actually volleyball is the first sport I ever got asked to do a television game for, for ESPN3. Um, that's where it all started. It's kind of branched out into all these other nine sports and, you know, obviously getting some ACC stuff. But volleyball is where it started TV-wise for me, which is interesting. Um, but I was getting twice as many volleyball reps calling women in the, in the fall, and then our men's team played in the spring. And they were playing Ohio State. They were playing, you know, Princeton. They were playing Penn State. I mean, it was incredible the right. schools right. that Pfeiffer was playing – um, in fact, we hosted Princeton one time, you know, in Little Meisenheimer. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, we had a team, one of my years working there, that made the NCAA tournament. 
Um, and so I was getting twice the reps. But to answer your question, you know, I think, and I think you're going to start to see it now at the high school level on the men's side. It's really big out right. west. It's really big up north. Right. But you're starting to see it down south, much like lacrosse. That's you know, what I was wondering. When I came through, you know, my high school, we didn't have lacrosse. Neither, but yeah. Now we have lacrosse. Right. Um, and, and I think that you're Rugby. starting – like Same thing, call, yeah. absolutely. And I think you're starting to see volleyball trend down south, which is great for the sport. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I know I'm 55, but we love to play in gym. <laughs> but of course, we just love to, you know. For us, it was dodgeball yeah. to a point. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. In terms of your, your how do I put this, um, young broadcasting career, put it like yeah. that in terms yeah. of that or whatever, um, how long have you been doing it for? This is actually, well, year 11, yeah. actually. Um, you know, it's been a little bit less with television because I started in radio right. first. Right, Um One moment? I mean, have been tons of moments. There's you a know, one that really kind of stands out to you going, wow, I'm, I had a chance to be here yeah. for this. I think just, you know, I did a basketball game. It was an ACC Network game a couple of years ago in Little John Coliseum at Clemson. Um, and I think just – you know, from it starting on a little Sony voice recorder, I've still got photos and tapes from that, you know, right. to like, I'm sitting in Little John Coliseum right now. I'm getting ready to call a basketball game right. at the ACC level. I think it kind of, you know, kinda really hits. was a full circle moment yeah. for me. Right. Um, and I've certainly got, you know, a lot of goals and aspirations for it. But I'm blessed, you know, in this high school stuff, I've worked with so many great, great folks and, you know, I'm blessed on any game at right. any level. Sure. Um, I love the high school. We, we were able in basketball season with Bay Hackle last year go all the way through the regional finals. Right. We saw, you know, Central Cabarrus, mm -hmm. who went 28-0, won the 3A state title. Jim Baker, incredible head coach. Right. Myers Park, you think about Bishop Boswell and those guys, they win the 4A state title. Right. We saw those, those guys play numerous times. You know, it was – I think it's just incredible. You're seeing athletes around this area that – we're going to be watching on television in, in a matter of years. And, and I think and that's the cool part. I, that's the very – Seeing yeah. these things and kind of go, wow, yeah. that, that's kind of impressive. You know, and for me too, it's like, you know, and I, like, like you said, we're blessed. Oh, yeah. And, and people look at us and go, you got to love what you do. <laughs> now, it does have its low moments, trust me. But, yeah. you know, I can remember being at Daytona for the 500, I don't know however many years ago, when Dale Earnhardt won um, his one and only Daytona 500. I'm sitting there watching him cross yeah. the start-finish line going, wow, I'm yeah. here. <laughs> but – it's almost the same feeling that I get every Friday night when I walk yeah. on a football field. That's awesome. Or every Tuesday when yeah. I walk into a gym. Yeah. Just realizing yeah. that, hey, it's, it's sports. Sure. And at, at the end of the day, I mean, you mentioned the, the cool part too. I think for me, and, and I'll get it from you too, being able to tell stories. The exactly. X's and O's are yeah. great. I get yeah. it. But to me at the end of the day, really, and, and I can talk to people all day long, to me, it's not about the X's and O's a lot of times. It's the yeah. stories we get to tell. Exactly, exactly. And even on the soccer side, you know, we covered Garinger a couple of weeks ago, who they've lost one game. I forgot the to mention season. you also do the the the, the soccer you know, stuff and, for and, us. And, but and, and, yeah, go ahead with that because that's you, a crazy. You talk story. about you know a school that that's really had it rough, maybe a little under resourced. They had five guys show up for their first football meeting. Yeah, five, and I think yeah. they have like twenty eight on the team. Yeah. And before we go any further, the football team, they're not. They're getting just rocked every yeah. Friday night, but they're out there. Yeah. And they're saying yes sir, no yeah. sir. And they're yeah. just out there competing. Yeah. It's awesome. But go ahead with the soccer. Well, they've got two guys playing with the Charlotte Independence now that graduated back in 2013. Right. Um, up until this point, that's been the best team in school history. They started 22-0. and This team has only lost one match. They were out three starters the first match of the year against a very good Hopewell team. 
could probably see that one again in the that's, playoffs that's later thinking. on. Those are two sure. teams that are shaping up to meet again down the line. Um, you know, their head coach, David Garrett, what an incredible job. What an incredible story. He's the founder of 1-7 Ministries right. here in Charlotte, and he has saved a lot of kids' lives. Um, this is a place, you know, not just for high school kids in the Garinger community. This is a place that, you know, they also rescue a lot of people out of dangerous situations. Um, this is a place that, you know, people can come and eat and get clothing. And they've done a lot of good for this community. They've got tutors for kids to come after school. Um, and a lot of, you know, this Garinger team, it, it's interesting because – they grew up alongside David Garrett in 1-7. They've got their own leagues, and this has made them what they are today. And he, he will credit this. I mean, they play – they have leagues with adults, and they right. play together. You know, a lot of the kids are not necessarily on club teams in the offseason, so they play in these 1-7 leagues. Right. And this is a team that is absolutely state championship caliber this year. Um, and what David Garrett has done, just being able to tell that story – they have two players off the 13 team with the independents, as I was mentioning. You know, I'm talking to one of their team captains when we do the game a couple of weeks ago, and he said, yeah, man, those are the guys that really got me excited about wanting to play at the next level. I used to sneak through the fence as a six, seven-year-old and watch those guys play that are now with the independents. And I just, you know, you just kind of look around and you're like, this is what it's all about. You know, it's, it's beyond, as you mentioned, the X and o, X's right. and O's. This is about the stories. So let me ask you this, in terms of, um, and I've, I've asked the kids this and players and, and coaches, and we had Reggie Walker on and Darren Vaughn, oh, yeah. and we had James oh, yeah. Shippen on. Oh, yeah, they do a great so job. I'm going to put you on the spot also, because you get a chance to talk to players and coaches. Um, a couple of big topics over the last six months, um, last year or so, number one has been the transfer portal. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I get it to a point. Um, and I think, I think the regulations have got to come along. Sure. Um, because for me, I think there are high school kids not getting an opportunity at the next level. Yeah. But if you're a high school, I mean, if you're a college yeah. coach, yeah. sometimes you got to fill the seats. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't like, you know, I love Coach Prime and what he's doing. But I didn't like the way he walked in and said, hey, I'm bringing my guys with me. You guys need to. So let me just get your thoughts on that, the transfer portal. Because I, I, I see the good and bad. I'm, I'm still leaning toward the bad more. But yeah. Yeah, you know, there's pros and cons, I think, of both. Um, and I'm with you. I, I think, you know, that kid that commits to a staff, what happens after a year or two and that staff up and leaves? Right. He probably needs to have that option to go somewhere else. You I know, agree. obviously we know student comes first, uh, but it's not the staff that recruited him per se. And so, But you're right, with the transfer portal, it is really, I think, opened up uh, a can of worms. I'm all for a kid making some money off his name, image, and likeness. Well, that was my next question. But that I think I think question. where this is going, and I think the, the problem a lot of people have with it is what we're seeing NIL as today a lot of times is starting to lean toward pay for play, which I think a lot of people don't want pay for play. Right. NIL is – I propose – you know, I've kind of met in the middle on this is, you know, why don't we get a better way to track – you know, jersey sales, how much money for businesses these players are making. Why don't we bring affiliate marketing into it? Right. Why don't we I, get QR codes for every single athlete in the NCAA? I got it. That way, if Caleb Williams brings $50 million into USC, then, okay, we take a percentage of every business that sponsors him. If it's Safe Light, if it's Safe Lock, whoever's sponsoring Caleb, okay, they right. pay him 10% of this. You know, he, and, and we know exactly down to the penny – 
what every kid brought in. Because I think sometimes some schools are tracking it better than others. I think it gets kind of muddied where we say, okay, well, this guy made us, you know, $5,000 and then, but we're not exactly sure. We take the guesswork right. out of it when we start giving everybody their own unique tracking link right. that they can use on social media. And then obviously commercial deals, I think what you got to do, you know, obviously let's let these kids negotiate what they would get paid to be in a commercial, whether it's Subway or whoever, sure. I think it's a better way to do it. But I also think that, you know, if you do it that way, you're teaching a kid a skill after he gets out of college. Because right. affiliate marketing, there's a lot – most people don't even know what it is, but, you know, you're selling someone else's products and services for a commission. There's a lot of people doing that full-time um, and making great a great living. Right. And what scares me, and I'm glad North Carolina kind of went back on it, was when they were going to start doing NIL for high school kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, one I, that one I really struggle with because yeah. the gist is – and for me – like I said, I'm 55, and I grew up in Richmond, Virginia, and I grew up, you know, ACC, 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 and stuff like that, which I don't like any of the expansion. I mean, I'm yeah. still struggling yeah. with that right oh, now. Yeah. I mean, it's always North Carolina, Virginia, Duke, sure. Georgia. You know, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, but high school deals, that I – because yeah. the, I guess what I'm getting at, too, is for me, over the last – to me, and maybe I'm just got the blinders, over the last five to seven years – College has somewhat lost its purity. Yeah, it's become the yeah. the big money sport, and I get it to a point, but I still want that purity. I don't want it to happen on the high school level. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think right now high school has maintained its purity, you know, and you hate to see that kind of get watered down. Um, exactly. You know, I, I think that, you know, again, I think if we're gonna do NIL, I think we gotta find a way to track it where the businesses know exactly how much business was made off that particular player so they know how to pay and commission. I think we've got to have a better way to track it, you know, right. is, is the struggle right now. Um, but there are, you know, as we mentioned, there are some pros when you look at, you know, not having to sit out a year. You right, know, a kid, sure, yeah. sometimes there's some situations that a kid gets in where I see that it does benefit, um, but you're right. As far as NIL and high school, um, no, I, I'm against it. I, I, I think it's pure right now, and let's keep it that way. Let's keep it. Final question for you. All right. So you said uh, about nine sports that you – Currently nine. Okay. Yeah. Is there one that you are not doing that you would love to do? And, and not only that, not only in the, you know, maybe high school, college, but pros. Is there a sport that maybe – um, that, that you haven't got a shot at, yeah. that, that you would like to maybe – or, I mean, have you pretty much covered it all? You know, I've Because I'm thinking one for you. I'm thinking one, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you know, tennis is one that I've right. not called yet. Right. Um, and I, I really enjoy watching it on, on television. Sure. I think that's another – pickleball you're going to see start to grow. <laughs> you think so? Absolutely. This, this is a sport that is really growing. Um, and then field hockey. I think that's another one that I've not called that um, would love to, to get in. You know, uh, you look at – a lot of field hockey is being televised sure, right. now, oh, yeah. you know, not just on the ESPN platforms, but Fox and everywhere Fox else. Board, yep. Absolutely. And uh, so I would probably say those three. I'm going to go NASCAR. Okay. I, I, I'd I love see, a shot could, with I that. Could see, I could see you doing NASCAR, man. <laughs> that motor racing network, performance racing network. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Well, listen, I know that, um, you know, you've added so much to Bay Hackle Sports. And, I appreciate um, that. The voice that you bring to, to the sports that, you know, I, that are awesome. 
Again, oh, man. I appreciate that. Thanks for your Thank time. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking in with the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. Make sure you check us out wherever you watch or listen to your podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, have a great week. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered.